Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's a hard mix life. It's a hard mix life. A hard mix life. Oh, it's a hard mix life. What up, Knicks fans? And what is up, Barry motherfucking D? What is up, Craig? And good day to Jay, a.k.a. Blanderson Hooper. How's it going, Jay? It's going well, Craig. How are you? I give you a hard time a lot, but tonight we can give Barry a hard time. How's that sound? Okay. Yeah. I like the sound of that. You do, right? I Just because you're yeah. tired of giving Blandy a hard time or because I deserve it? I'm tired of giving Blandy a hard time. It's just getting a little boring, so yeah, it's Barry's you. turn. That I could deal with. You know, if I did something to deserve it, then I'd feel bad about myself. But now I just no, feel bad for you, you because it. you feel the need to do that. I know. You don't deserve it. You know, the whole going to see Donovan Mitchell courtside and taking your wife. Um, <laughs> you don't deserve it for that. Did you did you not get excited a couple weeks ago, Blandy, when Barry told us about the courtside seats he got for Donovan Mitchell in a Cavs jersey coming to MSG second row at the half court? At half court? Yeah. 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 And what a waste. What a waste of your hard-earned money. By bringing my wife? By bringing your fucking wife to that? Yeah, Think she's going to appreciate that? Yeah, I think anybody would appreciate that. Come on. Mm. How how hard are you rooting for Barry's wife to get sick? <laughs> <laughs> no, I would uh, never I would never do that, but I mean, clearly he's wasting the ticket on 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 someone who Look, it was a hard decision. The ticket. It was a difficult decision. Honestly, I think it was a good choice, I'll be honest. Thank you. Cuz I'm looking at the the other way it could have gone where you bring Blandy and hmm. I don't know if I could recover if that happened. So <laughs> Bring your wife if if she's sick. Bring Trey. Bring bring one of your other kids. Bring some that dude from the pie shop. Other you like kids? To, many, one of your other kids. How many kids does he have? I don't know. He's got a lot of kids floating around. I don't know what Barry's deal is. Wow. Um, I didn't realize that. <laughs> wherever you listen to the show, remember to leave us some ratings and reviews, and please subscribe to the one podcast that is never afraid to take it where no one else will, even. Oh. On the holiest of days. Jay, play that intro clip. Look, she's off from work tomorrow because of the Jewish holiday. I'm off from work, so we're going to get, you know, a lot of time spent together tomorrow. Yeah. We're going to get, you know, a lot of... You know, a lot of... You know, a lot of... Time spent together tomorrow. Doesn't Barry look tired right now? Jay? <laughs> Because of all of the sexy time. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> How did it go today? Was it a good time? Uh, no, it was a lot of fucking bullshit errands. To be honest with you, we were supposed to go like apple picking today, but it was a crappy sure day. We didn't want to be. That's what you call the mud, apple so. picking. Okay. <laughs> Sex <Right>. party. <laughs> did you, I? I slowed that down because you were you, like. That's why Jay and I said you implied you were implying. Oh, because you were like tomorrow. No, you said started to say. S- <laughs> <laughs> you're both home. You're gonna have a lot. Of, you're gonna have a lot of time together, or something. You said. Okay. But you just don't. No, don't just uh, Costco run. Okay. Dry cleaners, the bank, just a, 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 a mm. o- o- overwhelming list of exciting things today. So there. deep. <laughs> That's and I saw a crazy drop. movie today. I saw a crazy movie today. I mean, we have. To, did you ever hear this movie called Jexy? No. What's it's on Netflix? On? It's on Netflix. Um, it's with Adam Devine. Is that his name? The guy from Pitch Perfect. Yes, who I like. I okay. think he's a funny dude. It and it's it's a re- it's not a good movie. Okay. But there's a lot of funny lines in it, and it's really strange. It's about this guy's phone and the Siri in the phone, who's called Jexy, like kind of takes over his life, but like falls in love with him, wants him to like stick the cord what? in and out of it, like so it could orgasm. It's really, really um, mm. interesting. This is an American movie? Doesn't American movie, American. rated R. Um, and it's it's funny because, uh, you know, the phone puts him down in very funny uh, ways. It's a comedy? 
it's a comedy. It could be a horror movie the way this it thing sounds is, but, like but it sounds a, like Black it, Mirror or something. But it's but it, no no but it's a comedy though because she's you know she calls him a dipshit and you know you stupid motherfucker grow a pair of balls like all this stuff. Did he like, not a good movie? I'm not saying it's a good movie, but the it's phone to do that or how does that work? No, like it, he bought the phone and that's just the way the phone is. He thinks it's defective and if he tries to buy a new one, it's it's in the cloud, so it just comes back to get him and it, you know. He would have like dinner. It's worth the a watch, even though I'm not going to say it's a good movie. Wow. But it definitely makes you laugh because it's got some outrageous, it's fucking funny weird stuff in it. Yeah, it's very weird. weird. All right, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports info from live in game betting props and futures join bet online today and make your first sports bet use promo code bleav50 to get 50 percent welcome bonus to get a 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts that's supposed to be like a minute long ad read and i think i blow through that in like 18 seconds blandy doesn't even have time to get a drop and that was your drop no here comes the money here we go that's it's pretty good Mm-hmm. <laughs> huh? Barry, have you started betting yet, or it's too early? I placed one future bet. What was that bet? Uh, it was 2,400 to one that Oof. the Pelicans will win the West. So I bet 50 wow. bucks to win 1,200. A little bit of a long You've shot You've got 50 bet. bucks lying around to drop on that? 2,400 to one only wins you 1,200 Dollars on fifty dollars. Yep, hundred dollars wins you twenty four hundred. I don't understand gambling. I thought it would be more. <laughs> no, no, it's twelve hundred to one. I mean twenty four hundred to one. So twenty four hundred to one. Times but I always thought that means for if you bet one dollar, you can win twenty four hundred. No, it's, it's not... based on hundred bucks. So it's a hundred to twenty four hundred. <laughs> yeah, yes. hundred. So it's twenty four to Correct. one. Uh, okay. Awesome so, start. So we're a day or two. Yeah, great start to the show. <laughs> this is fucking, we were just saying before the show, like we committed to six straight shows. And I don't want to say we don't idea. know what to talk about because I don't want people to walk away, but I guess we're going to figure it out on the show. We're going to play some sound from after okay. the first preseason game. I never got a chance to listen to it until today. I don't know if you guys did, but there was a Thibodeau press conference, so... It'll be interesting to hear what he has to say about some of the guys, see if we can get any perspective on what he's thinking for rotation, starting lineups, what he thinks of the guys. So let's just get into it. All right. Okay. I'm going to play. Oh, and in in a little bit, Barry's got a game for us. What is the game, Barry? Uh, I pulled about a half a dozen quotes from six different Mm. Knicks. And I'm going to read you the quote. These all came from the last week and a half. So all preseason quotes, and you're going to tell me the player that said it. Okay. But Jay, do you have any like game show sound effects? Like things um, for right Didn't we have game and... show music? I, I could swear. We had like. Um... Okay, good. So get that shit ready while, while you're just sitting there. Yeah, because this will be a little get game between stuff. you two. Yeah. Okay. Um, I got it ready. Jay, why don't you play the clip one, Tibbs on? This is actually in honor of your game. Ooh. We're going to play a Tibbs clip here. I want you guys to tell me who he's talking about. All right. Okay. okay. Here we go. I like the way we started the third quarter, same thing, the unselfishness, and it starts with him when he gets us going and we can get stops and get up the floor and then share the ball, then the game becomes easy for everyone. Who's Toto talking you want, about? You want us to guess? Yeah. Julius Randle. Barry? Uh, Miles McBride? Jalen Brunson. Uh I thought you were both going to say Julius. Like, that sounds like Thibodeau in this whole press conference. We're going to hear a lot of sound. He really didn't even talk about it. He talked about Julius Randle for like three seconds. He gushed about Jalen Brunson. He was talking about Jalen Brunson the way I remember him talking about Julius Randle for the fat past few years. It all starts with him. You know, it's dependent on him. Like, right. when he was talking like that, I actually thought he was talking about Julius Randle. I had to rewind and he, you could barely hear the reporter's question. Um, but they asked about Brunson. Mm. And... I don't know. It's just for some reason that struck me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, for the last couple of years, it's he would always say Julius is the engine, right? You know, that makes the team go. The way he's talking in this presser, he's very high on Jalen, and rightly so. 
Right. Um, Jay, why don't you... So since we're talking about Brunson here, why don't you play... um, Make your pick, but there's two other clips about Jalen in there. Oh, okay. I'll go with this one first. No, because, you know, the the thing is uh, having... Just knowing him the way I do know him and having been around him and I think his father has really coached him hard his whole life. So, and he wants to be coached. So he has a great demeanor. I think the way he communicates with his teammates helps our team communicate with each other, but he's, he's all about the team. The, the only thing that matters to him is the team and whether we win or not. And so when you have that type of leadership and the fact that he comes in and he does all the right things, he doesn't have to say anything. His actions do all the talking. I mean, does Jalen not sound like a model citizen? <laughs> Best guy you could want on a team. All he cares about is winning. Are these like it's polar opposites of that other guy that we were just saying Tibbs would talk about mm-hmm. in such a positive light? Right. What do you like about Jalen Brunson so far? I mean... Just one game, but are you? You're on. Everyone's on Tibbs's bandwagon with this, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, just again, like he's a scoring point guard that you know is also you know going to share the ball. So you're getting the best of both worlds with him. You know, um, we'll see what happens with defense. You know, there may be a little bit left desired on that end of the floor. But the fact that, you know, where this team struggled was offense, and now we have him um, kind of leading the way, yeah, it's huge. I think it's, it's going to be great. Can I ask you guys a question? Last night when I, I mentioned that Jalen Brunson was their best offensive player in, in the first game, at first you thought I just said overall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was actually surprised and- that you were so – Especially Blandy, we're so like. Well, I think no, later what? on what in the you, show, insane? you did say that. Like, he was. I do think it is borderline. Like, he might be their best. I had to pause. Player. I had to pause also and think about him and compare him to R.J. Barrett. Um, but yeah, I think overall he was the best offensive player. You were right, but I needed to take that second and give R.J. Barrett a fair second. But let's. What about not even in last night's game? He's do you think he could be their Patty. best offensive player? I honestly think he might be. He, it's hard after could one be. game to be able to say that. No, you I know. know I'm not trying. I'm not trying to stake a claim or anything. I'm just saying. I think if he can develop a reputable three point shot, then you've got a case. But if it's just the in and out scoring and the passing, but there's no three point shot he's an, there. He's a 37 percent three point shooter for his career. That's how many attempts? Pretty solid. Oh. How many attempts per game did he take last? Well, I'm last have to go years. search for that. Go Unless ahead. you want Blandy to go type way on his keyboard. There's a, yeah, someone else killed time because I'm not adding the show. So, what are you eating? Raspberries? What is that? I had a couple of cherries in my uh, whiskey here. Cherries? Yeah. <laughs> Seedless? Uh, yeah, mandarino cherries. Oh, those candy cherries? Oh, and your drink. My drink. What did you call them? Jay, how. Mandarino right, cherries, which called? I'm pretty confident. Are they called maraschino Ma- cherries? Yeah, that's what I meant. Maraschino <laughs> cherries. Did you say mandarino? I don't know what they are. My wife buys them. Mandarino <laughs> cherries. I got the M. Let, let me look up the Jalen Brunson stats. I'm looking at Because yeah. uh, per game, you want yeah, you said? I don't think he's putting up five a game. Three point attempts per game last year, five. Oh, right at five. Okay. Yeah, exactly five. All right. I mean, what the top offensive players on the Knicks are not shooting, do not have better three point percentages than him. Right, right, right. Between Jalen and RJ, yeah, yeah, yeah. Last year was actually the fewest amounts. That was the fewest amount per game that he's taken in four seasons. Oh, okay. Four I don't know why it was. Uh, I was so, thinking different. Okay. I'm trying to look it up, and I have to fucking say if I'm a human by just clicking on all the lines. I don't have time to deal with that. So, right. I got. But he was a he was 37 percent last year. The year before, Blandy, you can tell me, but I think it said when I saw for a second that it was 40. 40. The year yeah, before, yeah, just a tad over 40. So that's, I mean. The only guy that might be better than you is Fournier out there. Maybe quickly mm-hmm. this year, maybe Grimes, but we haven't seen enough. Definitely haven't seen enough of Grimes, right? What did Grimes shoot from three last year, Vlandy? Do you know? Uh, Quentin, let's see. 
If you give me a second, I can look. Quentin Grimes. Percentage-wise, he shot 38% on four attempts a game, 4.1 attempts a game. All right, Blandy, why don't you play the second clip about Jalen? This is, uh, I mean, it's literally Tibbs talked about Jalen Brunson for half the press conference. Jalen can provide whatever you need. So if you need him to do more scoring, he can do that. If you need more playmaking, he can do that. If you need him to, you know, create pace and create movement, he can do that. If you need a big three, a big shot, he can do that. But I love the way he can control and manage the game. And to me, that's the number one function of a point guard. So he he doesn't get sped up. He doesn't get rattled. And, you know, and I love the what, like Julius, the, the third quarter was terrific. You know, so I think it's a calming influence. I think RJ played a, a really good game, uh, but they played all played off each other really well. Do you know what was the most impressive thing for Jalen Brunson for me in that first game, even though it was a preseason game? We didn't really talk about it, but I know it's just a preseason game, but it's his first game in that Knicks jersey at the Garden and pretty much anyone that we've ever seen in that position struggles. Right. You know, yeah, str- like no but he hit his he hit the fir- he hit made the first play of the game, the second, right? He was mm-hmm. so calm and collected that I just can't imagine how much better he's going to get as he gets even more comfortable, more comfortable with his teammates. This is his first game with this team and yeah. he was running it like he's been with them for years. You know, there was no no nerves yeah. And the Garden gets a crowd, even in a preseason game. Sure. We know he's yeah. from New York, right? Just for him to have no nerves like that and to shoot seven for nine, running the offense, to put up those numbers in very few minutes. I don't know. I thought it was impressive. Mm-hmm. And it, it. I know everyone was all hyped about how he played. But I think it's just scratched the surface of what he could do here. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Blandy, I thought this bite was interesting from Tibbs. Okay. This, w- this was about, it's all about Deuce and IQ. Okay. Yeah, I think all guys do. The more experience you get, the, you know your opponent a lot better. You know the guys you're going. But his gift is his defense. This Physicality, is competitiveness, anticipation, seeing things early. Uh, and that, when you, I, I thought the ball pressure from quick, and, and Deuce really got us into the open floor, and that gave us a big spark. So, uh, and and the beauty of those guys is they can play together, and gives you it speeds up the game. I thought Derek gave us really good minutes in the minutes he had as well. But uh, those those guys they go at it every day, and you know I thought Quick was terrific. Well, so what's interesting there, and I think we can talk about it a little bit, is that Deuce, like the all off season for me, for many. He's sort of that guy all the way to the end, right, of the bench for us. I don't think anyone would anticipate him getting any significant time in this rotation. We didn't even include him in our 12. Well, that, and then like, yeah, you think, okay, if if, if Rose um, sustains an injury, okay, are they going to move quickly to the point guard? And I think now, I don't don't think you do. I think you roll the dice with McBride, uh, with uh, Miles McBride. Really? After one game? Yes. Why not? <laughs> so, hold, well, let's we'll talk about that. But it was interesting. Another bite that I didn't include. Tibbs talked about. He was asked about Derrick Rose's five minutes or six minutes. Mm-hmm. He did say they sort of were planning that, but he said he also wanted to give minutes to Deuce. Mm-hmm. And then he just said in that other soundbite we just played, a Deuce and IQ can play together. Right. It doesn't. And the way he's talking doesn't sound like a guy that's not going to get playing time. Right. That. Deuce. And then you Where know, is he getting it though? Well, again, I mean, I probably, know. unfortunately for the games that, you know, Rose is too tired to play or on a back-to-back or what have you, I think they're going to treat Rose with, you know, kid gloves to try to get a full complete season out of him. You know, not meaning 82 games, I don't mean by a complete season, I mean from start to finish. And if that means a lot of load management, then that's what you do. Um, but, you know, we talked about such a um, such a key to this team and, and a focus of theirs is going to be pace, right? And getting out really quick. And if you've got a guy like McBride that's going to put a lot of pressure out there on defense and that could cause all these turnovers, that's something that's going to add to all those transition buckets and getting them down the floor. So if that's going to help them in that area, you know, it's, it's a win-win for them having him in that spot. 
Yeah, I mean, Deuce was definitely impressive last night. The steal, six steals. And even at the end of last year, I think I forgot. I think many of us forgot when he when he got playing time towards the end of the season, he was disruptive, right? Yeah. Yeah. And last year, there was so much time spent down in the G League. I don't think you're going to see that from him. I think they're going to want him there on the bench in case they need to put him in, you know, in a particular spot. Yeah, it's a, it's a good up, question. I don't think he's going to be down in Westchester. Like, where are these minutes coming from? But just guess you got to see what happens, you know? Mm. I think the guard, the, the depth chart for the guard seems crowded, right? Yeah. yeah. Brunson, IQ, Deuce, Rose, RJ's Fournier. back there. Fournier's back there. Grimes is somewhere between two and three. I don't know where, I mean, if Tibbs loves do so much, where is he going to get time? Maybe you're right. Maybe Rose is going to be limited. See as the season goes. Yeah. And then this other bite, guys, is Tibbs on Mitch and iHeart, which I'm going with that, Barry. I like that. iHeart. So much better. Was his, uh, does anybody know was his, uh, what's his, fiance, girlfriend, was she at the game? I didn't see was her. she with him in New York City? <laughs> I know, we know you love her, Jay. I think she's with him here, yeah, because she was unpacking all his clothes the other day. On it's a, a nice lady somewhere. Mm. Hmm. There she is. Play that one, Blake. Here, here we go. Yeah, I, both guys have been terrific in training camp so far. Mitch has really put a lot of extra work in, and he's. Yeah, I think the game has slowed down for him, but he's playing really well. He's standing out in practice all the time, and Isaiah has fit in seamlessly. Uh, and he can play away from the basket, and so it opens up the floor a little bit for, for our cutting game, driving game, so it's different looks. But defensively, the rim protection is really good. And, you know, Mitch putting pressure on the rim, that's special. He's, I, I think he's the best offensive rebounder in the league. So he's, you know, and he's he's grown quite a bit, so very pleased with his progress. High the best offensive rebound in the game. Yeah, high praise from Thibodeau. And we've talked about Thibodeau, the Knicks front office, in the past questioning Mitch's work ethic. And it seems like he's very happy with where yeah. he's at. Or what he's I really showing. don't I, – I don't think we can understate how important it is. I mean, he just pointed it out. The fact that Hartenstein can play away from the basket and you don't have to worry about – I mean, think about it. Sims, Noel – Mitch, like when they're down there, they're down there. They're not going anywhere. Right. So they're they're clogging up that lane. They're taking that that area up. Absolutely. No and if what. they do, and if they do stand on the outside perimeter, their man's not going with them. They're right. I mean, back. they're not. They. I mean, they just have to worry about you know like the three second violation or whatever. But you know, they don't have to follow Mitch out behind the right. three point line all the way. Yep. So I, I think it definitely it's it's going to help. It's not just that he can hit the three, but the fact that he can hit the three opens up that area over there because his his defensive man can't just kind of lay back and, and stay off of him. Yeah, it's a whole new dimension to this team that, like you just said, we've had the past few years, we've had three centers who all do the same thing. Taj last year would step out and hit threes, but... Especially at the end there. It's exciting to have a young, active player who can do that, who really does fit in with the other young guys that he's going to be out there running with, you know? Top to bottom, I don't see how you can't be excited about what we're going to get to see here. So that was uh, that was a bunch of Tibbs clips from after the game. I really want to. I'm excited to play this Barry game. I'm not going to lie. When Barry oh. told me this game, when he told me he had this game, I was like, oh, thank God, because I don't know what's going to be in this show. <laughs> and uh, it's well, fun we're playing already games. like 20 plus minutes in. J- Jay, hit hit that hit that music. Let's get this going. Okay, uh, where did I put the music? Oh, here we go. All right, so here comes the first one. Now you guys don't have to buzz in. Just if you think you know the answer, just oh, say okay. the Nick player. Oh, this is like a family view type thing. Whoever yeah. says it first. Whoever oh, says okay. it first. Yep. And if you get it wrong, the other person will get a chance. And some of these should be rather easy. And who knows? Maybe they won't be. I've been Julius working Randall. on my. Sh- <laughs> now you don't get to guess. Oh, and what? it's going to be Blandy's. You wasted your your shot. Nice job. Seriously, so come Blandy's on. Blandy's is all over. Come on. Okay. I've been working on my strength, been in the weight room a lot, trying to be a two-way player, so being able to guard a lot of bigger guards. IQ. Yes. IQ. Yeah, nice. Yes. One point for Blandy. 
Good job. Next one. Go. All right, next one. I don't know if you have a comment about his strength. Okay, next one. Here we go. I mean, he. Okay, we could talk about his. He doesn't look any stronger to me. I mean, you saw all the photos. Right. I, I, you know, quickly so small. He was so small. It's hard to tell. To me, yeah, in the first game, it did look like he took contact well and was yeah, able to finish. Yeah, we saw that finish. a few times. Yeah. yeah. Okay, here we go. Wait, hold on. Let me get the music on again. <laughs> I might be one of the most competitive people that I know. I'm trying to beat you at everything, you know, no matter what it is. So that's kind of the trade I like the most. Jalen Brunson. No. Fuck. R.J. Barrett. Yes, R.J. Yeah. Barrett God is correct. Damn it. Fuck. Yeah. Rocket this shit. He actually said that to um, to CP in the CP interview. Oh, okay. Well, hold on. What was the quote again? The quote was, I might be one of the most competitive people you know that what? I that's, know. That's a bullshit way to, I'm trying to do to that beat one, you at Barry, everything. because there's no what? way he said it with the passion that you said it with. And that's what threw me off. I'm just reading the quote, Read Craig. it like RJ would I'm have said reading it. the quote. Read it like I could RJ have played the sound said. bites, but obviously that's that gives it away. So I'm reading the quote. I'm the most competitive person like you'll ever meet. <laughs> um, I just want to beat you, beat everybody at everything. I think. <laughs> All right, ready? Threw me off, Barry. All right, I'm gonna get shut out here. I, I know. No, I'm not gonna. I refuse to Don't answer. Craig, this one Craig, first. this is you. Craig, you've got. I this need one. to. I need to think about Wait. this. Craig, you've got this oh. one. Do you guys know I've been watching like two hours of Family Feud every night for the past the like three months? Blandy, are you okay? Yeah, something. My my. Ooh, what's this one? All right. This is we'll learn how to play off each other. I think the biggest thing is we'll be playing fast and a lot of movement. That'll create spacing. We'll have to sacrifice and create spacing. We've all gotten better at shooting. Julius Randle. Yes, there you yes, go on the back board. In the motherfucking game. On the board. Let's go. Let's fucking go, Dickie. <laughs> all right, into the next one. I texted Dickie. I texted Doctor Dickie today. Right. Because I wanted to ask him if I ever I said, did I ever say? On, a, on the show that you quit your job or the, it went out of business. And he wrote like this whole thing, like, no, honest to God, no, I never heard you say anything like that. And then he wrote another text that said, Dickie with an E-Y. Because I wrote Dickie with an I-E and it really upset him. That's right. <laughs> thought that was interesting. How the fuck would I know, Dr. Dickie, how to spell your last name? <laughs> I have it spelled E-Y here on the board. Just That's just what I went with. All yeah, right, I went we're with sitting Dickies, at, like Dickies clothing. It's night. We're sitting at two to one. Is this too Blandy. loud? Is there a way to lower? Are you lowering? <laughs> it's loud. All right, here we go. I don't think there's a lot of players in the league that consistently play with the same passion and energy as I do. What the Mitchell fuck? Robinson. Nope. Hmm. Ah. I don't think there's a lot of players Jared in the league. Rose. No. Jalen Are you Brunson. buzzing? Jalen Brunson. <laughs> no. Fuck. Isaiah Hartenstein. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Hartenstein. But he doesn't get, to, that's not a point for Jay. <laughs> that's not, I don't think it is. You're right. It's not a point. It's not, right? Hold on. Well, who's buzzing? Who's doing that? <laughs> I thought that, it sounds like you got a wrong type of buzzer, not like a I buzzing in buzzer. I couldn't find really quickly. They oh. all sound like that. That was just Awful. supposed to be me clicking in. It's brute. It's bad. All right, uh, play the music and let's. Is there another? Is that it? Yeah, yeah, no, I got two more. I got two more. Here we go. Last year, it took me a moment to figure out what's going to be my role on this team. And now I think it's going to really help me just knowing the guys. I'm going to be myself. I'm going to compete as hard as I can. I'm going to be a good teammate. Evan Fournier. Yes. That's a good one. You know, I knew it had to be a second year guy. Yeah. Yes. Right, right. The question is is it a rook or is is it not? Very good. All right, we got one more, guys. Well, Blandy won this, right? Three to one? Yep. No, no, no. So this is bonus round for you, Blandy. Bonus round. This 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 one's worth triple points. Oh. What? No, no, no. Get <laughs> Can we, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to gamble 700 of my dollars on this. <laughs> okay. There you go. All right. right, here we go. The next step for me is to become a leader on this team. Help this team win. Do amazing things. If we win, everyone feeds off of that. 
who is R.J. Barrett? No, that is incorrect. Oh, he's already. He thinks he's already a leader. Stop! Don't buzz, Blaney, because it's not fair that you have control of the buzzer. All right, you're fucking playing the game here. The next step, huh? Well, I'm looking at the whole roster right now. Can't be jealous because oh, he just got. Oh, that's cheating. Can't be jealous because yes, he just that's got. That's cheating. Me. You're looking at names. The next this step is, for me is, is to tough. become a leader on this team, help this team win, do amazing things. If we win, everyone feeds off of that. Mitchell Robinson. No. Jalen Brunson. Yes, Jalen yes. Brunson. The next step, he just fucking. The got next step here. for him. That's the next. That's oh, his step right. to become a leader on this so team and help this team win. Play your. Do you have crowd cheering sound? Um, do I have to tell I you everything? Have that. Have to give you every idea here. You don't have it. Oh, I have. Like there you go. Congratulations. Let's listen to some voicemails, guys. Speaking of Dickie, why don't you play Dickie's voicemail? I think it's number one. Okay. I'm just trying to take away mostly positives here. Uh, I think overall we're definitely missing that star power for true contention. And I think Randall is the key piece in a trade for a superstar. Obviously, Thibs isn't going to give up on Randall, but if he's playing better than he was last season, especially towards the trade deadline, I think it's worth moving him and some of those picks for someone who's been more consistent over the last three, four years. Preferably a small forward, you know, move Barrett to the two, Fournier to the bench. I doubt it happens. But ideally, you know, I think, one, our bench is just, probably top five benches in in the fucking league this year. Our bench is stellar. So I don't want to give up any of those pieces. But if we can move Randall and some picks, you know, if we got to move another player with it, like a Fournier, I would be totally fine with that. But I, I don't want to be moving someone like a Grimes or a Toppin or a, a fucking quickly. I just don't. I think those three guys right there, we're going to be the strength of this bench and the strength of this team. So if we can move Randall and some picks for a star because he's playing good at the time, I think we need to jump on that. I don't think we will, but I think personally that's what we should. Uh, <laughs> the crumble shit, man. That that shit had me cracking up. Uh, we got another store opening up uh, in about a month and roughly – you know, first month or two of next year, I'm pegged to be the GM of that store. So, yeah, everything is going good on my professional end over there. Oh, my good. last take, Janie is smoking a fat fucking blunt while watching this game if she thinks Sibs is good looking. <laughs> Hell, Blandy blows Sibs out of the water. Let's be real here. At the end of the day, it's a hard next life. Peace and love. <laughs> a fat, fat, thick blunt. Maybe she is. We don't know. By the way, I, I didn't, Janie didn't, this didn't get in last night's show, but if you thought she thought Thibodeau was hot, wait till you hear what she said about Stan Van Gundy. Blandy, play the second the drop two for Janie. Stan Van Gundy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, play drop two. Stan. Play the fucking drop, man. I love Stan Van Gundy. She loves Stan. Huh. And then play, play the third one. I like Jeff Van Gundy, too. Shit, that's her. Uh, I mean, they, interesting taste know, in men. I would say know, they're good coaches, but I don't <laughs> know if it's, you know. But hey, you know, no, I mean, everybody's I mean, different. I, I, she was actually talking about their announcing skills, but oh, oh, um, oh. <laughs> what do you think about that, Julius Randall? Let's say he puts together, he's having a superstar season, right? Mm. MVP level. Yes. Yeah, let's Would say you, you, okay. you keep him or trade him. Look, for, first of all, the, why are we wasting I don't, time? I don't, well, let's listen. I don't think the Knicks front office is looking to trade anybody right now. I think they want to see what they have. And the pickle you're going to find yourself in, if Randall has a great season and he's doing stellar, they're probably not going to want to move him. Of course. And it probably means that have. this team is doing very well and they're not going to want to break it up. Why would you want to risk that? Right? Let's say that he is having a year close to what he had two seasons ago and the Knicks are hovering around maybe three or fourth place. You're really going to trade him away if he's the reason that you're doing that? It's not going to happen. 
And I don't think it should happen at that point. And it's not, and even more importantly, it's not going to happen. Well, that too. <laughs> right. <laughs> that too. What, what about, what if what if he's having just a, a, a season, well, like, like two years ago, I guess that's a superstar season, right? Mm-hmm. So what you want? There's them to not sell much of a, like, if that happens. There's again? not that much of a difference between. I know we all say, even I say, we all say that last year was a disappointing season. Numbers wise, it wasn't drastic, right? It's really I more mean, about the attitude. It's about four and, points a game. Yeah, yeah four and a half points is, is, is a lot. An assist or so. And the efficiency. Yeah, but he was, was but a big still, like, You know, everyone says he was still twenty ten and five last year. It's yeah, still yeah, I understand that, but it was like what really is thirty two percent. It was like it was the drop off in three, three point. To... Well, he's never going to shoot forty one percent from three. Right. Yeah, I would bet a lot of money on that. <laughs> that was a once in a lifetime year for him. Yeah. All right, Blandy, hit voicemail number two. This is Justin from Queens. Hey guys, what's going on? Um, Justin from Queens. I'm calling the day after. The morning of uh, after the Knicks' first preseason game versus the Pistons, and um, the thing that stood out to me the most, and I know that you know we're probably we don't want to admit it or really even want to talk about it, but I, uh, it was Julius Randle's um, shot selection for me. Um, you know, he got the ball on the elbow in the high post a lot of times. And what I was really impressed with, which was how often he would uh, try to get to the lane. Even early on, when the shot wasn't falling, he wasn't settling, right? We wanted him to stop settling for those long twos, dribbling too long. And uh, I feel like the reason for that was because I think Jalen Brunson is not going to pass it to him if he's not in position. And that's the benefit of having a real leader and uh, floor general at the one. And maybe that's something that Quick wasn't really able to do or um, confident enough uh, the first two years of his career to do. So um, I really appreciate uh, Jalen's kind of shoring up of the, uh, the, the, the point guard position because, again, you need someone that's going to be able to rein Julius in and say, hey, look, it's not your night. You know, and uh, and if it's not your night, you need to be doing other things. And I think uh, I think Julius probably has gotten the message now. And uh, also, RJ just looked so much cleaner with a point guard out there, and just just way more effective. Got the ball in position, in scoring positions, was able to create advantages for himself. And just look at the efficiency of all three of those guys between Jalen, Julius. And uh, RJ, so maybe the lucky lefties is is what we needed um, to really, really steer uh, this uh, this ship. And I'm I'm very interested to see how far we can take it. Great game, great game plan from uh, Tibbs. The defense looked a lot like it did the first year. Um, so again, I'm just really, really interested to see it see it grow. Um, that's all I got. Thanks you guys. Thank you guys for all you do. Looking forward to the next few shows. You know, it's, it's about that time, man. Hard next life, baby. It's been a long time since we heard from Justin. Welcome back. Yeah. You know, you know that's I, what Jalen. By the way, that's what Jalen does. That's what Jalen's going to do. I mean, the offense was running through Julius last year. It was running through RJ. It was running through these guys. So. Jalen, run, offense running through Jalen the whole game, him bringing the ball up, everything going through him. It's going to make them better. They, no offense should be running through Julius or RJ, ever. You as much would, as we like RJ, the ball shouldn't be in his hands the whole time. You would think that his shooting percentage would be better this year, Randall, because think about how many times the ball was just, it ended up in his hands at the end of the shot clock because who else is getting the ball then? You know, or he can't get it to anybody, so he just puts up a shot. And that he probably won't be in that position this year. I wonder how many shots – I wonder if they have stats like that. They probably, I'm sure the Knicks have that somewhere. Like how many shots he took with less than, you know, four or five seconds left on the shot clock and what his shooting percentage was 
on shots like that because it couldn't have been good. And right. you would think with somebody like Brunson running the point that that, that that won't be an issue, that they have somebody to put them in a better position to get a better shot and not have to heave something up right at the end of the clock there. Yeah, and that's the thing. They have enough guys in this team now, at least in that starting five, that, that can score and that can shoot. So take your time. You know, there's going to be a better shot. You know, you don't have to rush it. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to put up a shot in the first, you know, first 10 seconds of the shot clock. You know, be patient. Somebody will get open. You know, the defense will make a mistake somewhere and you'll find the open man to take a better shot than you. You got to have trust, you know, in the guy next to you. And I think that's what Brunson's going to bring. You know, he's going to bring a level of trust. Yeah, Julius, ha- I think Julius does finally have someone that he does trust in Jalen. And I'm sure he's got, he had to see the growth from RJ last year. So now he has two guys in the starting lineup that he thinks he can trust offensively. So the pressure's not entirely on him right. to, to make that bucket when they need a bucket, right? Right. And that that's big. I mean, pressure weighs you down a ton. Right. And guess who's back? Second night in a row. As he's here, Ralph. This is a uh, this is really for you and this is only for you and Barry Blandy. So okay, I'm just gonna do some other stuff. Good evening. This is Ralph. <clears throat> just wanted to thank you for that podcast yesterday. I really enjoyed it. Hope you all have a pleasant evening. Now on to other things. I wanted to let you all know that a book called Mastering Diabetes may be helpful to you guys that are having some pre-diabetes problems. It's written by Cyrus Simbada and Robbie Barbero. Write that they down. Do guys writing it down it. right now. Um, if you want to check it out, it may help. <laughs> what just happened there at the end? Did you pick up? Did you hear that? Yeah. Well, maybe you just had a little communication issue there. Oh, like, you know, I wasn't sure if it was gas. <laughs> I think that's what it was. Well, Ralph, I'm I'm happy to report that in the last uh, five weeks, I've lost 12 pounds. Wow. I have not missed a day of workouts, five o'clock in the morning, every morning, five weeks every straight now. Every seven days a week? Seven days. Well, uh, once a week is recovery. So I still have to wake up early, but it's just like stretching and shit like that. That's every Sunday. Recovery? But yeah, the other what six are you, days a are- professional athlete? What's your, what's your workout? <laughs> he gets My, uh, in the tub. I do two days of upper body. I do two days of cardio and core. And then I do other two days of like, yeah, I do it at my house. I have dumbbells and a mat. So it's a mix of uh, cardio and and muscle burning fat. Building muscle burning fat. And that's the thing with diabetes is you're supposed to lose weight or it just starts happening because you're eating less of that. Weight loss is big. And then cutting out certain foods like red meats and pasta, which I've also cut out. Well, red meats. Yeah. If you eat too much red meat, it's not good for your- uh, for your heart, for your di- for diabetes. Maybe that was that's a that, maybe yeah. that was a Barry issue. Yeah, but that was mentioned to me. We're talking about sugar. We're talking about carbs and sugar. Okay, all right. You all hear that music? Come on, you guys not hear that music? It I hear time. the music. You hear the music? It's time for the news with Blanderson. Who? Well, you got a little for us or a lot tonight? No, no, no. Just uh, really quick. Uh, I only had two things, but then this uh, Shams thing came down. All right. Uh, apparently, there was a physical alterga- altercation today at uh, at Warriors practice uh, between Draymond Green and Jordan Poole. Um, apparently, they get into it relatively often. I hear that like um, Clay Thompson and and Steph Curry at times too, because Jordan Poole can be a little bit of a yapper supposedly. So Green <laughs> and Poole get into it quite often, but this time apparently a line was crossed. Uh, it appears as if Draymond Green forcefully struck uh, Poole. They needed to be separated really, really quickly, chest to chest, lots of pushing and shoving, things like that. Uh, they stopped practice, and it appears as if as if internal discipline is imminent for Draymond Green, I believe. I don't believe for Jordan Poole. Um, but yeah, so mm. you've got that going for the, you know, for the defending champions. Hey, apparently it works for them, so... Yeah, listen. Uh, we have that annual GM survey. If you want me to just go over a couple of things from from yesterday, I mean that we were going to talk about yesterday. And we we put it until today. Want to take a guess as to what team uh, most GMs think will win the finals this year? I mean, I know Boston is still favored in in the books. Forty forty three percent. Milwaukee. What? Milwaukee. 
Yeah, forty three percent of them said the Bucks. Twenty five percent said the Warriors. Those are two safe bets. Um, best yeah, bet to win the off. MVP this year. MVP, Luca, Gianna, Giannis, Giannis. Luca is number one. Giannis is is number two. Um, although, if you were starting a franchise today and could sign any player in the NBA, who would it be? Giannis. Hmm. Yeah, one one of those two. So Giannis is one, and and Luca is two. Nobody else, it seems like, got any. Nobody else got any votes. So Luca, they, a, they think that Luca's the favorite to win the MVP, isn't that? I mean, Luca's amazing, but yeah, forty eight percent to thirty four percent. So interesting. Yeah, I mean, there's you know whole. Yeah, I mean, every every year in, in the league, you figure he's you know closer to it. You know, his play hasn't dropped off at all. So, sure. It's like you know, best point guard, who's the best shooting guard, all that kind of stuff. Who's who's gonna have the best breakout season? But we don't need to go into all that stuff. I mean, Zion should be in the MVP discussions too. I mean, the way he was moving last night again, it was just preseason, but he's so fast for such a huge guy. You gonna put him in the MVP discussion because of a preseason? Barry, guy? I'm gonna put First him in the all, MVP discussion because of his play. No, I, I would when bet, he was on the I'll court do it. before. He hasn't played in a year. Barry. Yeah, I know, but he, when he did play, he was so impactful. Yeah, but he's gonna be injured. All right, Zion Williamson. If, you, if anybody puts money on Zion to win the MVP, you're an idiot because the guy's not staying healthy. You got to stay healthy to win the MVP. It's not. Wouldn't you bet on him not staying healthy? Yes, I would put yeah, more I mean, money. I would bet, put more sure. money on him playing fewer than forty <laughs> games than I would on right. him playing more than forty. Chances games. are he's gonna go down. Would you be more surprised if Zion Williamson? <laughs> Um, The only other thing I want to talk about is, I don't know if you guys saw any of the highlights from the G League Unite game yesterday against the the Metropolitans 92 from France. Oh, you didn't watch that? Craig, you got to watch the highlights, man. You got to watch the 18-year-old French phenom Victor Wembenyama. Was Victor good? Oh my God, unbelievable. (sighs) Dude. Unfucking believable. His first And there was so much hype surrounding this game too and- he did not I did not see this. Yeah. You got to see the, the highlights. First game playing NBA rules, 37 points, 11 for 20 shooting, seven three-pointers, five block shots, four rebounds. He wasn't Ridiculous. like a he wasn't like a twig out there. No, I mean he's 7 foot 4, but he dribbles like a fucking point guard. He's got it's a smooth insane. shot. I mean the, the guy I mean any time he's around the basket, nobody has any chance of getting a shot off. Yeah. It's crazy. You gotta that's watch the guy. This guy everybody, it's, it's the guy every team fucking wants in this draft yeah, yeah. for good reason. And the um, the G League, the reason it was such a big game is also is the G League has uh, uh, G League Unite has Scoot Henderson, who's considered to be the second best player in the in the draft next year. They play again on Thursday, though. That game will be televised, uh, and then you probably won't see him back here in the United States until the the um, what's it called uh, next year. I mean, I've seen I've seen Wembayamba's or however you say his name, his, his highlights. And I, I know he's highly regarded, but I don't take it that seriously. I don't. Take no, it there's that more seriously. hype surrounding him. You got to go back to LeBron. I know, but there's he's more too, hype yeah, around him than Zion. Tall. He's too tall. He's too tall. He's seven four, he's and then two, there's never been a guy at his height that played like. I him. know, but I two, you know two oh nine he weighs. I just feel like these guys always go down. It it never works out. When's the last time a guy? It's only Giannis. He's the only one. Durant, Giannis, and Durant. But Durant's not seven foot four. Right. Only seven foot. They just never. I just feel like they never work out. I don't know. <laughs> you got I can't well, you take it. Dice at this Chet Holmgren. I mean, he's. He, like, everyone was going nuts about him a couple of years ago, and he might work out, but he's already down for the season. Yeah, um, we know I what happened to Chris out- Dapp, So I don't know. Don't just, I don't get that excited? I wouldn't. I'd be more nervous if like the Knicks were to draft him than excited. It's a um, sad way it was, to, to live your life. The, the, the highlights are pretty incredible, uh, but the most or the best part of the game, the best play of the game, had nothing to do with Victor Wembanyama. It was actually this. Gasol curling off the screen, driving baseline. Oh, you fat with a three. Yes, I just said that. That is that man's name. Don't tweet at me. I don't want to tweet from anybody. That's the man's name. I did Victor see Wimignano's that. teammate on the Metropolitans 92, Steve, or it's Steve. I don't know how you pronounce it. It's French. Oh, you fat. Three Listen, words. But is that really Ho how you, you pronounce it? Yeah. 
It's ho you fat. It's pronounced ho you fat. Well, and not that's like how they ho pronounce it on the game. It, yeah, I don't either way, it's spelled it. ho you fat, and on the back of his jersey, it says ho you fat. He's like ho you. Oh, it's it's separated like that. Yeah, H O oh, space Y O U space <laughs> F A T. Well, that changes things. Yeah, ho you fat. <laughs> he that announcer so, yeah. was working on that for weeks. So it's it's gone viral there. He's imagine um, like, like this is like remember if remember back in the day when guys used to write stuff on the back of their jerseys, you know, um, with like different like sayings on the back of their jersey, like you know, I'm for world peace or you yeah. know this this or that, fat. and then you'd have right next to them, you'd have ho you fat. Well, Kevin Hart was on. Uh, they had him on Sports Center, and they were asking about if you'd like if they if you'd like to see ho you fat in a Philly uh, in a Sixers jersey. And then he was went off on this riff about how you better hope the announcer is not sitting in front of somebody who, you know, when he's announcing the game, takes offense to that and gets, you know, yeah, and thinks that he's talking about um, him. What was that I, guy? I what other, was that guy in the X and the XFL who had an? He had hate a, me. He hate me. That's what I was thinking. About. There's actually a quarter. One of the quarterbacks on the Oklahoma, I think Oklahoma Sooners football team. Uh, his name is General Booty. General Booty hmm. is his name. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but ho you fat. I thought you guys would appreciate that. Uh, and that's the way. Basketball hmm. dances. Well, that's going to do it for today's show. Remember, you can reach out to us. It's a hardnickslife at gmail.com. You can follow me at hardnickslife, Barry at Barry Dorkin, and Blandy at Blandy Hooper. And you can call us. And I feel like Barry wanted to say something there. The, the moment's passed, Craig. The moment's passed. Sorry. <laughs> the moment's what passed. was it about? Was really fat? Fat? It was what? about the running back that played behind General Booty. His name was oh. Captain oh, Cooter. But it, it, the moment passed. <laughs> oh, anyway. Sorry, sorry I could, asked. <laughs> yeah, me too. You could, you know, <laughs> something's uh, just better left unsaid. Uh, but not the phone number. That we have to say. 516-33-MESH-1. Continue to get your calls in as we wrap up this six days of Hard Nick's life. Mm. You know what would be the best way to, to end the six days? Uh, a fast? No. Sex party? No. Oh. Huh. Like, between the three of us? What are you talking about? No. no um, just a sex party in general, not just the three of us. No, definitely not. <laughs> so who would, be, who would be invited to this sex party? I don't know. We'd figure it out. <laughs> three lucky listeners? All right, guys. Until next time, it is a hard... Until tomorrow, I'm sorry. It is a hard... <laughs> Nick's life. It's a hard Nick's life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.